Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1642 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Create your dream life one step at a time, Fire Nation. How? Well, my book, How to Finally Win, will be your guide. Visit howtofinallywin.com to learn more. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Stephen Kane. Stephen, are you prepared to ignite? Hell yeah, let's do it. Yes! Stephen is the founder and CEO of Arbaclaims, an online dispute resolution platform. Arbaclaims uses court-enforceable binding arbitration and other online tools to resolve disputes under 10K via 10 to 30-minute webcam hearings. Stephen's background is in startup and small business. All right, Stephen, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. You got it. So Arba Claims is downtown based, downtown LA based. And I'm an east side kid from Monterey Park, which is a suburb just east of downtown and downtown LA. And I live out here too. And, you know, there are more and more startups coming out this way. There's actually seven Y Combinator startups in downtown. Wow. So it's uh, starting to get real out here. And, you know, as far as my personal life goes, I'm the first of my brothers and sisters to go to college. So my older brothers and sisters work on a family business together that my brother started and school wasn't so much for them. And, you know, I was the, I guess the nerd of the group. I don't know, but we went, my younger sister and I went, my dad went, but I wasn't in touch with him during those years and, uh, sort of figured stuff out on my own. And I think that naturally gave me some skill sets to be an entrepreneur, you know, and really I never was motivated by money, never thought or imagined I would make more than $50,000 a year until I realized I Number one, I could, and number two, it's helpful, but still not my main motivation. You know, I always wanted to do public interest work, and all of the entrepreneurial projects I've done have sort of melded the two. I love business, I love economics, I love anything in the public sort of uh, sociological realm. And in college, I discovered I had an entrepreneurial instinct and fell in love working on my first couple startups in college and out of college, and. When I was at Stanford in the mid to late 90s, I was, I was class of 2000. It was just in the air. Everybody was doing it. You know, Everybody had a, had a business plan and a, and a website. Sounds like your life growing up uh, was a pretty good training ground to become an entrepreneur. And I will say, having read your intro, I think that if I had done something you know, after going to law school, it would have been in the area that you ended up doing. It just seems like a lot more like my thing. Like, let's just do this via webcam, 10 to 30 minutes, let's make this happen. I mean, that's kind of my mindset. And it's kind of interesting to see how different things are evolving in different industries like law, like health. I mean, I had, you know, not too long ago, somebody that was on that, you know, took her psychology degree and she only does Skype psychology sessions, like no more having an office and having a, a couch and people laying down there. She's like, let's just pop it on and bang, bang, bang. And it's just, this is the world that we live in Fire Nation. You can have that niche, that idea in this area and then just expose it in that good way. Now, Stephen, you have an area of expertise, obviously, in arbitration and other things, but what would you say you specialize in in just a couple sentences? Reading social dynamics. So whether it's uh, reading a room, uh, if we're in a meeting or in some sort of social setting or larger, more macro trends, I would say that's, that's a, a unique skill set I have uh, and something I do really well. And that turns out to be really helpful for complex sales, for raising money, but also for innovating, you know, thinking 
about macro trends, how it affects real people, and how you can leverage technology and use technology to make their lives better. Okay, so you're good at reading a room. Most people are not good at reading a room. What do most people do wrong? What do you do right? You know, part of it was I learned it because I come from a big family. So I have brothers and sisters who all have very different backgrounds, personalities, interests. And I think also being raised by mainly a single mother, you know, she probably taught me a lot of those skill sets uh, just because she was a natural at it. And then I was exposed to it maybe more than I would have been otherwise. But I would say for anyone who wants to get better at that, it would be exposing yourself to different types of people. You know, and really, really developing that empathy, listening, learning how they think, what drives them, that sort of thing, and just being thoughtful about it, you know, having it on the forefront of your mind whenever you're doing anything. And then after a while, it'll become more natural. Let's talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment to date, Steve. And I mean, law school doesn't really train you to become an entrepreneur. So you've had your ups and your downs within this. So what specifically would you point to as your worst entrepreneurial moments to date? Take us there. Tell us that story. I had a business called Home Fries a few years ago, and I ran it for about three to four years. And first of all, to, to set the stage, I was really stubborn about this business. I learned a lot about what not to do as an entrepreneur by running this business. Initially, what, what motivated me to start this business, and it turned out to be an events and entertainment business, and it was a lot of fun, and we had big game night parties where we would get board games and giant games like Giant Jenga and Super Nintendo and get like 300 people in a room with drinks and food and all playing games, and it was a lot of fun. And we did also corporate events. You know, Google was a, was a client, Zynga, McKinsey, different Wilson Sonsini, all kinds of companies. We did fun tournaments, industry tournaments around ping pong and pool and foosball for the startup industry in the Bay Area. And, and it was kind of a cool thing. But initially, I wanted to solve the problem of making it easier for people to play pickup basketball, right? Because I love basketball. I play a lot of basketball. A lot of times, you either get too many people out to play or not enough people. I wanted to make that more on demand, right? But I was, I was uh, stubborn in the sense that once I went in a wrong direction that I wasn't passionate about, I stayed, in, I stayed doing it too long. And I realized that I was doing something that wasn't scalable. I realized that my customers wanted things that were simpler than what I was providing, and I was stubborn about providing what I thought was best. It was just the whole situation just wasn't optimal, you know? And I didn't, and I, and we had some success with it, but I broke some cardinal rules. Number one, I wasn't incredibly passionate about what I was doing. I liked what I was doing. I thought it was cool, but I wasn't driven to the point that I would, you know, exceed where I needed to exceed to make it into a, a much larger thing. And number two, I was ignoring some of the problems and ignoring my customers and things like that. So that sets the stage. And our, one of our biggest clients at the time was Zynga. And we would go and do team building events around games for them, you know, and I made a huge mistake, which is that they asked us to do something that we weren't ready to do. And I did it anyway. And it was a, it was a terrible moment. I mean, we, they wanted us to plan a scavenger hunt. And it sounds simple enough, you know? <laughs> it, it really does. It's like even I at the time, I underestimated and fun. it. You're was, like, that's going to be so fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It sounds simple enough. You know, we haven't done one before, but why does that matter? You know, I, how hard could it be, right? Famous last words. And really, <laughs> I, I bit off much more than I could chew. And I decided to do it even though I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And 
I ultimately ruined their team builder. I mean, we made these rules for the scavenger hunt. I made it way too complicated. People were finding loopholes in the rules because we hadn't done it before, hadn't tested it out, right? It's, it's sort of the analogy is like, you know, building a product before actually testing it, before actually figuring out exactly what people want. People were finding loopholes in these scavenger hunt rules where you had to go to different parts of the city and they were taking cabs instead of like run, running there, which they were supposed to do, which was an assumption. You know, all these things that were like a logistical nightmare. Uh, staff people, I had staff people on street corners to do riddles with the the participants. <laughs> and they were. It, it turned out they were on street corners that were like too hot and too dangerous. And then people were drinking way too much booze because we like included booze as part of the, the, the <laughs> obstacle courses and they were trashed and they couldn't even like finish it. And then I was out of town and there was someone running it who didn't know what I had planned. And there were just way too many moving parts. And so it's a, it sounds like a basic thing, but it actually turned out to be really complicated and a total mistake. And I just felt terrible. I mean, I ruined their experience. I basically lost all their business and they were our biggest customers. I had to give a refund. It was just, I just felt terrible about it. You know, it just, it was, it was not fun. Now in summation, Stephen, what's the one lesson that you really want to make sure Fire Nation gets from that experience that you had? Like, how can we learn from your mistake? You really have to be focused and disciplined. I mean, it just really is true. You know, you got to stick with what you know and do it really well. And it's better to turn down business than to do something you're not great at and fail at it. Stay in your lane, Fire Nation. There have been so many small companies that have been destroyed because they tried to level up too quick. Now, when I say stay in your lane, your lane, by the way, is hopefully like a funnel getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you're growing, you're growing, you're growing, but you can't just hop, skip, and jump outside of that lane before you and your business are ready. Now, let's do a little bit of a shift, Stephen. Let's talk about one of your greatest ideas to date. I mean, maybe it's Arbiclaim, maybe it's something else. Talk to us about one of those ideas that you had, that aha moment that just hit you. You said, yes, this could be it. What did that idea look like? Take us to the moment that it happened, and then walk us through how you turned it into a success. Arbiclaims is by far the best idea I've had on all fronts. It's, it's solving one of the biggest problems in the world, which is unresolved disputes. It has the potential to make major economic impact if we're successful. It's a great business. It's a huge market. It's totally scalable. There's no question it's the best idea I've had to date and the one I'm most motivated to succeed at. In terms of my aha moment, I would say it's not necessarily tied to a specific idea, but sort of a psychological shift. And what I what I realized in doing that other business, Home Fries, that events and entertainment business, is I really wasn't happy doing it. And I thought that I would be happy if that business succeeded. And in reality, the only way I think you can be a successful entrepreneur and make things successful, make your business succeed in your business, is if you're happy doing it. I was totally unhappy doing it. And I had an aha moment where I'm like, you know, carting around these games, going to an event myself. Uh, it's raining in San Francisco, pulling the games out in the rain, getting drenched, and just totally miserable what I was doing. Now, if I were much more into the mission, if I saw much more upside, if I felt I were solving uh, the kind of major impact, big world problem I wanted to solve, I'd be delighted to get out in the rain, get muddy, do whatever. I mean, for Arbiclaims, I would do whatever it took. But it was sort of that aha moment of you really got to be working on what you believe in and that you're only going to be successful if you're happy doing it. That that's how you're successful because you're going to have terrible days. You're going to have, you're going to 
you're going to hear no a ton. You're going to get your, the door shut on you. Um, and that that's the most empowering thing is you're believing in what you're doing and, and then you're motivated to do it well. So just like with the worst moment, what do you want to make sure our listeners get from that story? What's that one takeaway? You got to be all in. You got to totally believe in what you're doing. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Fast forward to today. Again, Arba claims is something you really believe in. You're excited about it. Could change the industry. Could change the world. What has you most fired up about that specifically right now? And if you can give real examples, that's that's good. Specifically, it's helping people who are not being heard. Right? We we listen to people who aren't being heard and who feel lost in the system. So a lot of what we do is resolve disputes for sharing economy marketplaces where there's a dispute between one party on the platform on one end and the other party on the platform. So Turo is a customer of ours, for example, and there's the it's a peer-to-peer car rental marketplace. And it's someone renting the car out, and it's someone who owns the car. And when they have a dispute, we step in and help resolve it because you know it saves Turo customer support time. Our resolutions are binding, and we're set up to do it, right? And a real-world example is we were talking to a customer of ours with actually a different uh, marketplace who said, I will always use this marketplace and feel comfortable using it because of Arba claims. And she felt totally heard with us. And she's from the Midwest. And it was amazing. She said, if I went to small claims court here where I'm from and I'm from a small town, I would not get a fair shake. And it was amazing to us that she felt we gave her a fair shake mm. and that she felt heard and that the system worked for her through us. And on top of that, it makes our marketplace, who's paying us to do this, thrilled because it's like a warranty. It's protection for her to feel comfortable using the service. Fire Nation, keep your eyes open. Keep your ears open. There's opportunities all around. I mean, Stephen went to law school. You know, he did this, he did that. And then because of his life experiences that he's had, he saw this void that needed to be filled in this world. And guess what? He stepped into that void and that stuff's out there. So get excited about that and get excited about the lightning round that we're going to come crush after we thank our sponsors. Have you ever hired a promising applicant only to find out their best performance was during the job interview? Whether you're screening candidates for an important position or looking for ways to improve productivity, Caliper can help. Caliper offers in-depth assessments for potential hires and current employees. Their deep knowledge and personality insights uncover key traits and behaviors, plus what motivates employees to succeed. And Caliper's unique approach works with every size company. In fact, their science and expertise have helped over 30,000 businesses hire retain, and develop top talent. Assess your team today for free and you'll discover what makes each person tick and how to improve the performance of your team. They'll also give you an hour of free consulting. To find out more, visit calipercorp.com slash fire. That's calipercorp.com slash fire. Fire Nation, launching your website is an exciting milestone, but it can become an overwhelming project without the right tools in place. So if you're ready to claim your brand online and take your website from dream to reality, HostGator can help. HostGator has all the tools you need to build and host your websites 
all in one place. In addition to having hundreds of templates for you to choose from, they also offer a drag and drop website builder and mobile friendly templates that make it easy to create a great looking website fast. Plus, they offer 24-7 live, that's live expert support, so there's always someone to help you when you need a hand. The best part is HostGator offers a 45-day money-back guarantee, so if you decide it's not the right platform for you, no problemo. With HostGator, having a website is easy and affordable. Take your website from dream to reality with HostGator. Visit HostGator.com slash fire for 60, that's 6-0% off today. That's HostGator.com slash fire. Steven, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I'm ready. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear of failure at first. So after starting my first two companies, being afraid I wouldn't succeed. And then after that, it was fear of success uh, because I know the world changes once you're successful and it gets more complicated. And then after that, it wasn't having enough money in the bank to take the leap. What's the best advice you've ever received? Marry the right woman. Was that from your dad? Good question. <laughs> it was from a judge who was a mentor, <laughs> a mentor to me. Those things in your personal life make a huge difference on your ability to be successful in business. Huge. Yeah. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I force myself to take Saturdays off. Every Saturday I take off. I used to work seven days a week. Not sustainable. You play basketball? I play basketball. I, I rest in the mornings. Saturday mornings are sacred. I watch movies. I do nothing. Nice. You got to recharge, uh, Fire Nation. Share an internet resource like Evernote. So UpCounsel, U-P-C-O-U-N-S-E-L, counsel like lawyer. UpCounsel is an awesome resource with free legal forms, some of the best forms I've seen, and you can find on-demand attorneys. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? Social Intelligence by Dan Goleman, and because it'll help you understand people and social dynamics so much better. What motivates your customers and business partners and employees? Let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. All right. Well, I would say the parting piece of guidance, what we've learned over the past couple of years with Arbiclaims is be super picky about your investors and business partners. I mean, it really is marriage. And it's really important not to compromise on that and to bring people into the tent who share the vision, you know, and build it because you're going to war. It's this is this is hard. So bring people <laughs> who are on board with that. And then best way to connect with me is Twitter. So either at Stephen L. Kane, Stevens with the PH. So at Stephen L. Kane or at Arbiclames, A-R-B-I-C-L-A-I-M-S. Look forward to hearing from you all. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with SK and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Stephen in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And Stephen, thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Stephen today. And goals equal success. And with thefreedomjournal.com, you'll be accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. I will catch you there, or I'll catch you on the flip side. 
Take your website from dream to reality with HostGator. Their drag and drop website builder and 24-7 live support make it easy to get your site up and running fast. Visit HostGator.com slash fire for 60, 60% off today. That's HostGator.com slash fire. 